Welcome back. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio here on the new sports radio, 910 The Fan. Now at 105.1 FM, broadcasting live from Capital Ale House here in Innsbruck, as you can check me out here every Monday, recapping all the college football in the state of Virginia. Yeah, JMU lose their first game of the season to Appalachian State. We'll break that down at 145 on University Drive. UVA beats Duke. Virginia Tech falls to NC State. Of course, I always recap the Commanders games and then get you set for Monday night football. Football should be a really good one tonight with the Chiefs against the Eagles. But back to the Misery Monday conversation as the Commanders lose to the New York Giants for the second time this season, 31-19. to Again, at home, a must-win game, and the Commanders fall terribly short. If you want to chime in, it's 833-804-0910, 833-804-0910. You can always tweet us throughout the show at AWAD Radio, that's A-W-A-D-D-R-A-D-I-O, at 910thefan. And Stubb, you're on Twitter. How can people tweet you and get in touch with you? Uh, Stubb underscore radio. Love that. Yeah, Stubb pretty. underscore radio. Uh, Trevor tweets us, Happy Misery Monday to AWOD and Stubb. If it wasn't clear to you before the Giants game that we are not going to make the playoffs or Super Bowl this year, I hope the Giants game made it clear now. Mistakes and penalties on the field cost us the game. Wow. Trevor bringing in the heat on social media today. He's right. I, I, I believed in this team for too long. I should have known after the first time they lost to the Giants that this team wasn't a playoff team or this team wasn't a contender. This is a bottom-of-the-barrel team. This is a last-place-in-the-NFC-East-type team. This is a, hey, let's take it out and lose every game and get a better draft pick team because Ron Rivera just cost this franchise an entire season. It wasn't supposed to be a lame duck year. I'm supposed to be excited about Sam Howell and the offense, but the defense took three steps back while the offense took two steps forward, and here we are on a misery Monday in the middle of a lame duck season with head coach Ron Rivera. 833-804-0910. It's time for the Richmond Commander. It's time for the Richmond Commander. Are you ready for the phones are open. It's your chance to be the quarterback of this segment. There's something I like to say. Every day at 1 p.m. on AWOD Radio, the Richmond Commander. Are you at peace with the Commanders losing? Are you frustrated? Are you upset? Do you want Ron Rivera to be fired? Do you want him to hold on to his job so that we just keep losing games? Because that's what it seems like is going to happen for the final six games of the season. 833-804-0910. While we wait for your phone calls, 833-804-0910, let's get to AWOD's 10 takeaways from the Commanders' loss. And we'll start with number one. And that is this defense. They can't stop anybody, literally. Even a backup quarterback getting just his third career start. Tommy DeVito. Michael Phillips said it best. Yeah, they got to him with a few sacks in the first quarter and a few in the first half there. But anytime he had more than two seconds to throw the ball, he had players open. And not just open for five yards or ten yards. Open for 20 or 25. It seems like they were getting 15 yards on third and ten over and over and over again. The amount of third and longs that they converted was the most frustrating thing for me watching this loss. Takeaway number two, as much as the offense has improved throughout the season, and I do think Sam Howell has made a ton of strides every single week, the offensive line is still a major issue. I mean, it's it's huge. That I mean, it's just so bad. 
right? Uh, Kayvon Thibodeau had his way with multiple offensive linemen last night. Sam Howell was forced to throw the ball under duress that led to the final interception because he just had no time to throw the ball. The offensive line was an issue last year. It was an issue to start the season. And, of course, it's come back to haunt us again in the final must-win game of the season. And now the season is over. Takeaway number three is you just can't win when you turn the ball over that many times. When you lose the turnover battle by that much, you have no chance to win. You just have no chance. Takeaway number four, we're always fighting for extra yards when we fumble. right? Doesn't it always seem like, oh, you got six yards. Now you're fighting for seven or eight. And that's when they pop the ball loose. That's when they punch you in the arm and you cough it up. And to me, that's a mentality issue. That's on the coaching staff, right? You should just be told, hey, you did enough there. Just go down. Fight to play another down. We can get the first down on third and short. You did your part. You picked up six or seven yards. But no, we're always fighting for an extra yard or two, and that's when we fumble. That's a mentality issue. It's on the coaching staff. Number five. I'm not losing confidence in Sam Howell based on this performance. I, I'm really not. Like, in, in fact, I might even have more confidence in Sam Howell because he looked like he had heart, he had guts when he ran for that touchdown. We're down 14-3, to being embarrassed in the first half at a home game to the lousy 2-8 New York Giants. And Howell says, screw it, I'm going to put the team on my back and take as many hits as possible and still fight to get into the end zone. That's my quarterback. I'm not losing any confidence in Sam in the loss. Takeaway number six. I think the reason that you're seeing Eric Bieniemy call plays that is, you know, quick passes, just getting rid of it so quickly, it's not because he doesn't have confidence in Sam Howell to throw it deep or that he doesn't have confidence in his receivers to run these deeper routes, these double moves. It's because of the offensive line. The offensive line issue, which was already takeaway number two, has to be takeaway number six too because it's changing the game plan for the offense and we all want to run the ball. It's so tough to run the ball. When your offensive line gets no push. Takeaway number seven was just about that game as a whole. It was so ugly. But as Michael Phillips just reported to us, it was probably stinkier in the locker room as there was no hot water after the game. That's embarrassing. That's another FedEx field issue there and another reason why they just need to burn the stadium down. All right, I'll play my home games from Blacksburg. I'll play my home games from Audi Field in front of just 20,000 fans instead of 60. I'm just so sick and tired of FedEx Field. We never get a home field advantage. Takeaway number eight, the defense giving up explosive play after explosive play is just maddening, right? Like it just makes you want to take a piece of paper, crumble it up, and throw it at something, right? Or, or just like punch up, you know, your floor, punch your desk, punch your couch. I, I'm looking to break things as I watch this defense give up explosive play after explosive play. And remember, explosive play is a run of 10 or more yards and a pass of 15 or more yards. They had two different running backs have an explosive play. They had five different receivers have explosive plays. The explosive plays have haunted the Ron Rivera era, and that's why takeaway number nine is that I want us to fire Ron Rivera. I told Michael Phillips, I'd be okay with a clown running this team because a clown is better than that joke of a head coach, Ron Rivera, right? He should be coaching with a red nose on because that's what he's like, right? And uh, multicolored afro like a rainbow because he looks like a clown on the sidelines when all he does is fold his arms over his chest and watch us lose. And he looks pissed off, but he does nothing about it. I'd be okay with, uh, you know, Joe Gibbs' son, Jack Gibbs, being the head coach. Anybody, anybody be a better head coach 
than Ron Rivera to close out the season. I would like it to be Ryan Kerrigan. He's on the staff, right? How about Logan Polston? How about you bring back Chris Cooley, Fred Smoot, right? I mean, Santana Moss. I have no reason to watch this team if Ron Rivera is still the coach. And then number 10, fire Jack Del Rio, right? At least do something, Ron. Oh, but you want to tell reporters that you're not going to have anybody fall on the sword. You're not going to make anybody take the blame. Well, if you're taking it yourself, well, then just what are you doing here, right? I think he should have fired Jack Del Rio two years ago. He should have fired him week three of this season when he gave up 37 to the Bills. There's no reason to have a defensive coordinator in charge of a bottom five defense for the entire season. Other teams are making moves. The Bills made a move. The Vikings made a move. The Bears made a move. Multiple teams have made moves, except for the Washington Commanders, because Ron Rivera sits back and does nothing. He gets pissed off, but he does nothing to be the solution. He is the problem, in my opinion. If you want to chime in, 833-804-0910. That's 833-804-0910. You're listening to AWOD live on the fan. I'm live until 12 noon and always available on the Odyssey app. Download today for free. Don't go anywhere. Don't change that dial. We'll be right back. Welcome back. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio. Here on the new sports radio, 910 The Fan, now at 105.1 FM. Phone lines are open if you want to vent about the commanders, if you want to yell and shout and scream. Or maybe you just don't have the energy today because you're so pissed off. You're so frustrated after another defeat. This one, 31-19 at home to the lousy New York Giants and quarterback Tommy DeVito. But it was running back Saquon Barkley that was the star for the Giants once again against Washington as he was able to run and he was able to catch the ball. He ran it 14 times for 83 yards. He caught it four times for 57. That's a buck 40 yards from just one guy, Saquon Barkley, and two touchdowns as he basically single-handedly defeated the Washington Commanders. It's 833-804-0910. Phone lines are open here on The Fan. I'm Adam Epstein. This is AWOD Radio, and we got Stubb running the ones and twos. And let me hear that Commander's Corner theme song here as we're going to do a new segment here. Stubb did not grow up rooting for the Commanders, but he has started following them closely while working on this show. And uh, you got to love that. The guy never clocks out. He's always figuring out ways that he can add something to this radio program. So let's do a little bit of uh, the Stubby-Dub-Dub postgame questions. Stubby-Dub-Dub, the commanders are nubs. Stubby-Dub-Dub, two losers in a tub. That's Ron Rivera and Jack Del Rio. What you got for us today, Stubb? Sorry, those, those were all great names for the segment. <laughs> <laughs> we got to think about. Um, okay, so I, got, I, I prepared a couple questions, watched the game pretty closely, was sad for yeah. a while. Um, but first I'm going to ask... It, was this our best running game? You know, that's a good point. Uh, we 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 definitely established the run early and got back to it later. And if you're looking at the at the team rushing yards, 174 is probably our best game of the season, if not best. It's our second best. But the problem is, is that you had. Chris Rodriguez fumbled the ball and lose it. You had Brian Robinson fumble the ball, but he recovered it. And then another fumble there. So uh, I think the turnovers kind of overshadowed the fact that, yeah, we were able to run the ball pretty well, basically for an average of six yards a carry. Um, so I think I would answer your question. Yes, it was our best rushing performance, uh, but it's it's hard for that to be a positive 
when your team loses by double digits and you only run the ball 28 times. You know, if you're running for six yards a carry, you should be running it 40 times. Why didn't we run it that much? Because we were playing from behind once again this season. Yeah, and, and I just it, it was that stat that showed up that said Giants, zero rushing yards, Washington, 120. Right. Never going to see that yeah, again. Well, <laughs> well, that changed in the third quarter when Saquon had that big 36-yard run. Yeah. yeah. Uh, next, I want to ask, we had that huge touchdown from Sam Howell where they thought he was going to have a concussion. Do you think that that yeah. impacted his game? It's a good point. I didn't think about it, right? He, he You know, we kind of glossed over the fact that that happened – with, what, like four minutes left in the half there, and he wasn't the same in the second half. Um, but, you know, we did gloss over. Like, he was down on the ground for a few minutes there, and Brian Robinson was helping him out, and they, they didn't really talk about it much because there was, you know, uh, a scuffle between other players uh, going on after that touchdown run. I do think that he's taken a lot of licks this season, and I do think that after you get hit like that, you're going to – you know, be a little bit more quick twitched with getting rid of the ball so you don't take another hit like that. And I think maybe he was forcing the ball out of his hands a little bit too quick. But I would also say the offensive line didn't help him out. But that final turnover, the interception that was returned for a touchdown, he threw the ball with a defender in his face, but he didn't get tackled. So it kind of makes me feel like, hey, he could have hung in the pocket for another second there and then thrown it to an open receiver, but he got rid of it quickly because of the amount of hits and sacks that he had already taken on the game. So if that answers your question, I do think that hit in the end zone did did uh, mess with him a little bit. That was uh, there was a lot of hits. <laughs> yeah. Uh, take away from, they were the, hitting. from the fight that followed that uh, that hit from, from Sam and the two ejections. Uh, uh, yeah. I don't know how much it really affected us. I mean, it kind of sucked. I mean, the NFL screwed up the officiating. We couldn't hear what he was talking about, yeah. right? How embarrassing is that? The guy's like fumbling with his microphone button on his hip for five minutes, uh, and he couldn't get it working. <laughs> like, my goodness, NFL, fix that issue. It's just another issue at FedEx Field, right? I mean, how about the fact that Michael Phillips reported they didn't have hot water after the game? Yeah, like, I saw that's, that, too. Whew, Burn that place down. It's embarrassing. You're already feeling well, bad after Give me a next question. You can't even smell yeah. good. Uh, so no. I, I noticed that in our last two games, we've missed our first extra point. Should we be yeah. worried about this? Is, it, is oh, this yeah. going to keep happening? No, it's, a, it's a major – well, it's just, it's just another – uh, you know, tick in the box that Ron Rivera has failed us because, you know, Michael Phillips always loves to point this out, and he's so correct. They moved up. They moved up in the draft to draft a long snapper. Like, they, they didn't move up for a quarterback. They didn't move up for a cornerback or a linebacker, even though we all know they need help at that position. They moved up to draft a long snapper, and he has been a major issue this season I mean so it's embarrassing yeah MP pointed it out once again on Twitter he said the worst loss of the Ron Rivera tenure this one the Bears won earlier this season the loss to the Browns with the playoff on the line the Cowboys loss in which John Allen and Jerron Payne fought each other and oh yeah trading up to draft a long snapper and now two weeks in a row you've missed the extra point I think you could point to maybe one of those being on Joey Sly but the snaps in punts and uh, field goals have been an issue this season and all of last season. Our long snapper sucks. Is it cheesy to say that Cameron Cheeseman doesn't bring the cheese? He's not good enough. <laughs> we got that uh, one, what, like 60-yard kick one game, but, I mean. Yeah. Well, that was on the, that's the kicker. That's not the long oh, snapper okay, screwing yeah. that up. Yeah, yeah. 
All right. What uh, else you got for me, Stub? It, does it even matter that we got nine sacks? Is that even worth celebrating? It's not. It's really not. Because And here's what's so frustrating. So the sacks weren't the defensive line, really, right? So you had Jamin Davis get a sack. You had uh, David Mayo get two sacks. I was happy for K.J. Henry, a sack and a half. Jonathan Allen, a sack and a half. But when your sacks, like Benjamin St. Just had a sack, right? When your sacks, like a majority of them, seem to be coming from the linebackers in the secondary, it means you're only getting sacks when you blitz. You're not getting sacks when you just send four guys. And so when they continued to blitz in the second half and he had time to throw the ball, he carved us up. I mean, he had 246 yards, and that includes being sacked nine times. And for some reason, that didn't really mess with his confidence. He, he looked like a true pro. It was frustrating. Yeah, it really just seemed like we'd get a good sack and then they'd throw a 15-yard pass. So it, it right. never mattered. Any, every I mean, I time. point back to the first two drives where they had three third and ten or long conversions. That It's just like, if that's going to happen, you're going to lose to anybody. Yeah, you can get as many sacks as you want in first and second, but if you keep doing that, it, it just doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. And then the turnovers. Just way too many. Yeah, 6-0. and oh. uh, That's all my questions. Uh, but All right. We we should uh, figure out a, a segment name. Yeah, stub a dub dub. Two guys in a tub. I don't know. <laughs> that might be um, a little too. I don't long. know what. So uh, what is your so your plan for this segment would be kind of like it's a a post game press conference where like uh, I'm the pretending I'm the head coach or I'm the owner of the Commanders and you're asking me, hey Awad, why did one, two, or three things go wrong? Yeah, and I and I do think you would be a better coach than Ron, but <laughs> oh yeah, oh I played enough Madden. That, that's the <laughs> That's the, that's the issue right there. He doesn't do the simple things that you know from playing Madden, like throw a challenge flag, call a timeout, uh, you know, uh, double team the best player on third down. How many times did they throw it to Saquon Barkley on third down, right? That's the only guy on this team that can make a play, and they, they have not figured that out yet. Ron Rivera and Jack Del Rio are living in the 90s. You know, it's great that they can come home from work, you know, and watch Full House and Malcolm in the Middle <laughs> and, and have a great childhood. But uh, I'm losing my mind in 2023 that there still are stupid coaches. I hate it so much. <laughs> if you want to chime in, phone lines are open, 833-804-0910, 833-804-0910. Sergeant Snyder, Rick Snyder, is a columnist for 106.7 The Fan. I'm sure he'll have... Hey, a good breakdown of this game. He joins us next on The Fan. Welcome back. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio. Here on the new sports radio, 910 The Fan, now at 105.1 FM, are the Commanders. 4-7 and seven and 4-13 and 13 and waiting. Well, Rick Snyder's got a great column that you can read right now on odyssey.com or of course the fan dc.com will the will the commanders win again and rick snyder is joining us right now on the hadid mercer rug cleaning hotline sergeant snyder of the awad army how are you doing always ready for duty yeah i know we appreciate you uh picking up the phone last minute to join the show today and uh let me just start with this give me three takeaways from the commanders lost 31 19 to the giants uh, it was ugly, stupid, and bad. How about that? <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, they just they, they killed themselves. I mean, I often say NFL <laughs> games are often more lost than they are won, and this was another example of it. Six turnovers for 24 points, um, and plus how many would have cost them on the other end. So that was the story of the game. I mean, a defense gets nine sacks. 
doesn't give up one yard rushing in the first half franchise history, and you got beat bad. How does that happen? Yeah. Right. You know, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, they're just, you know, they're just their own worst enemy. I think they're out of gas uh, in a lot of respects, and even with six games to go. Um, they still have a play, you know, two games before you even get to a bye. So yeah. I just think it's, the, season, the season's over, and yet we still have to go out there and see six more games. Right. What do you think is stopping Josh Harris from firing Ron Rivera today? Uh, you know, it makes them look reactionary like Danny if you do that. I mean, does it? would, would everybody say it would be unfair? No, I don't think anybody would say that. Um, would, it, would it make this team better down the stretch? No, wouldn't do that either. You know, and who, you're not giving it to Del Rio, so then you're putting EB in kind of an uncomfortable situation, and EB would have to take away his time from mentoring the quarterback, which is your big hope. So I think you actually might do yourself more harm by doing, making that change right now. No, I, I get that, and I, you know, I, you know, I was telling Michael Phillips we were talking about this. Uh, it's not good enough for me to say, "Hey, the problem is Ron Rivera," but we just don't have any solution, you know, in the building, right? Because we don't want it to be Jack Del Rio, and it may, it's too early for Eric Bieniemy. We want him to focus on Sam Howell. Well, then, like, what about with the Colts last year giving it to Jeff Saturday, right? How about you give it to Ryan Kerrigan? You bring back Chris Cooley. I mean, I just want somebody to be in charge of this franchise that will make me want to watch the games. Because with Ron Rivera, I feel like I want to boycott FedEx Field, and I don't even want to watch the game on Thanksgiving. I just see a lot of bloodthirst out there, including you. <laughs> and what, and if you bring up Jeff Saturday, that's a great example to bring up. You get one new, you get one good game when you do something like this, and they won Jeff Saturday's debut, and then yep. they lost the last seven. Okay, so nothing, and they won't win their game Thursday with that. So there, there's nothing there. I mean, everybody just wants to fire Ron so they can get to the next guy and fire him. Honestly, it's just people have to take a patient look here, which is what I think Harris's group is doing, and not being reactionary and not fighting to the mob and just saying. If it's not going to really matter, let's just keep them here and work about other things. I mean, Rick, you, you write yourself, forgetting timetables, forget timetables over Washington Commanders coach Ron Rivera's firing. That's a given, but the bigger question is, does this team win another game this season? I, I don't see it on the schedule, but, you know, it's possible they could win one more because the other team could be stupider than they are on a given day, and that happens. Um <laughs> But, you know, you got to play Dallas twice. Well, maybe the second game against Dallas at season's end, maybe Dallas doesn't need it and rest all right. their starters and, and maybe like last year and, and Washington won. So, sure, that could happen. But, you know, straight up, you're not going to beat Dallas either game. You're not going to beat Miami or San Francisco. That leaves you uh, the Rams. Uh, I think that's it, right? And, and, you know, and that's all right, good luck. You know, it's just, <laughs> it's just not there. It's just not there. And I don't – I see a team that's starting to pull back some. You know, they had some injuries again yesterday. I saw some yeah. secondary people take poor angles toward tackles that I think they didn't want to make in the open field and let the guy yeah. get by them. There's a lot of that, starting to worry about yourself kind of thing out there. And I think they're yeah. tired and beat up. This, this bye is coming really late for them again for the second straight year. Uh, and I think it's, you know, the NFL should get their buys done before Thanksgiving. Uh, and instead, Washington's kind of out of gas here. Yeah, no, completely out of gas. So let me make the case for firing Ron Rivera today again, Rick, because, look, I, I get what you're saying, right? You know, 
let's just keep Ron Rivera. We're going to lose all the games. It'll help with next year. But don't you want some kind of positive momentum going into next year, even if it's just one more win? I mean, with Ron in charge, you're going to completely start all the way over next year with a new coach, hopefully a new GM. But with a team, like nobody in the locker room will even remember what winning feels like. Right, so I I would like to finish the season with some kind of momentum going into the off season. It's false hope because most of the guys in that locker room, many of them, will not be back here next year. You know, typically an NFL roster flips at least a fourth. I would say this one will flip at least a third. So a lot of those guys you're trying to build something for next year aren't going to be here. So who cares uh, on that kind of thing? And it's so long ago that I guarantee you, by the by the time the season ends. They'll grab their stuff, and about three days later, the season's behind them. So that doesn't matter either. Um, the things that fans think are important are not in locker rooms. Uh, and in, that, in this case, it doesn't really matter too much. Yeah, you'd like to feel – you'd like to win a game. You, you put in the work, you want to win. But in the end of the day, it, it gets put right behind them. Rick Snyder with us here on the Hadid Mercer Rug Cleaning Hotline. Uh, check out his work, columnist for 106.7 The Fan, thefandc.com, and follow him on social media, snide underscore remarks. So Wink Martindale is the defensive coordinator of a 3-8 and eight New York Giants team. But what makes him the greatest D.C. of all time anytime he plays against Washington? Well, you know, it, it was Washington lost rather than they won. I mean, yes, they had to catch the ball three times and pick up the three fumbles. And they had how many fumbles, how many sacks did they have yesterday? I forget. Um, you know, they were rocking. Yeah, they were doing okay for a while, too. Um, but if Washington doesn't make mistakes, Washington wins that game. So it's not that the Giants play outplayed them defensively. And it, the amazing part was the offense. The quarterback looked good. Now, he had enough time after those nine sacks other than that. Uh, he had a lot of time and open receivers to go hit. And I saw one of the Red uh, Commander's corners talked about the system confuses people that they have about handing off people and they're still confused here at week 11 or 12, whatever it is. And yeah. you know, that's, that's really, that tells you your defensive coordinator needs to go. If he can't in his fourth year has veterans still trying to figure out where, who's supposed to get what that's on the coach. And they did lose their yeah. DB coach over the off season. And that didn't help any, their DBs just tend to be behind people. So they get the catch and then they get a few more yards or they just completely whiff on them. And you're waiting for Josh Norman to point at somebody. I mean, it's just uh, there's no aggressiveness at all to this unit. And with the you know defensive line doing some decent pass pressure against a guy that two weeks ago was in the you know his mom's basement yelling for meatloaf. I mean, it's ridiculous right. that this, right. that this guy he had like a 137 rating. I mean, this is the greatest day of his life. He'll never do something like this again. Oh, he'll be remembered in New York for decades because of just one yeah. performance and one win in a season where they maybe win three uh, or four. But he just destroyed Washington, and so they're going to be smiling and laughing about that for years to come. Uh, Sam Howell, what is your evaluation on him throughout the season, and did it change after yesterday's performance? No, I think yesterday was a lot like I think it was the, the Bears game. I think he got tired, banged up way behind, frustrated, and tried yeah. to do too much. Uh, I mean, he got a serious hit at the end of that first half. On a yeah, my shot. producer was wondering if that was possibly a concussion or if that affected him in the second half. You, I don't think it was a concussion. I think more of his left side. You know, luckily it wasn't his throwing arm. Uh, but it definitely, you know, you got hit by a car there. And right. I know it did. Bo- it, it definitely bothered him. And I could tell after the game, 
he looked just kind of mentally tired. I wouldn't say it was a concussion, but I think his body was just totally hurting at that point. And he, and he threw a couple of really bad passes off his wrong foot, and they went for interceptions. Uh, and that was, you know, I, that's one of the things he's got to learn a little better. He's, he's a decent comeback quarterback, but at times he tries to just carry it all and, and make bad throws, uh, that he, trying to make something happen, getting greedy. And that last interception, he said he tried to throw it out of bounds and he just fell short of it. Well, what's that tell you? I mean, his body's just banged up so much he didn't have anything left in the arm. Uh, and they should have put Brissett in at, near the end. Now, I know it was a one-score game there, and you're thinking, no, you keep the starter, but he was out of gas. That's when you're supposed to be a smart coach and say, listen, we got to let someone else try this at the end. Rick, one thing about Sam that you know I've noticed is he puts his faith in guys that maybe he shouldn't trust too much. Like the first interception, he threw it deep to his buddy Deami Brown. It's his college teammate. They've been trying so hard to connect this season, and they finally did last week. But that's a play there where there was safety help over top, and you just don't throw that unless it's Terry McLaurin, right? I mean, that's the guy that you throw the 50-50 ball to, not Deami Brown. Well, and Deami got bumped out of his route rhythm too, so he wasn't as far down as it could have been. Um, you know, maybe Deami could have avoided that contact and still made the play. But because he was thrown off rhythm, uh, you know, Sam's already got the ball in the air. So there's nothing Sam could do about that uh, on there. You know, the, the other one, Dotson, I mean, Dotson played nearly every step. Now he did have the touchdown at the very end. But before then, he was invisible on this. You know, they're throwing a Pringle, you know, and I'm sitting there thinking, wow, this is a guy at the end of the bench and you're playing, throwing to him at key moments. Why? You know, you, are you doing that? That says a lot, too. I mean, Samuel was thrown out for, you know, fighting, so you lost him. Uh, but they, you shouldn't be playing Pringle in that situation and asking him, I think, three different times to make a play. It's embarrassing, and it just means they failed in the offseason. You mentioned Sam Howell kind of looking defeated in the locker room, beat up. What other observations do you have from the postgame locker room? Uh, well, there's no hot water, so that didn't help. But, uh, you know, I yeah, say hot water. We heard about that. <laughs> yeah, hot, hot water's for winners. I mean, you know, that's the way it goes. And, and visiting teams, you don't get any hot water anyway. So Ron took all the hot water, you know. So, I just laughed when, they, you know, they were all yelling. I thought, you know, it's a home game. You guys can just go home, take a shower. Who cares? But, well, I feel yeah. like Sam often, after games, Sam often go, drives back to Commander's Park, which is an hour or so away. And he gets in the hot tub there and does treatment after game home games. So I'm sure you know he could take a shower there. I mean, it's, it's not the end of the earth. It's not like you've been you know, working at the landfill. So <laughs> I, other than that, you know, it's kind of quiet. I think they all are just kind of realizing that the season is shot. You know, it's kind of – I think yesterday really told you, okay, it, it's not happening. Yeah. No, I get it. And it feels like Jonathan Allen had his big emotional outburst after one of the games earlier this year, and now he's been quiet after games. Yeah, he, you know, I like John. He's a good man. Um, and he doesn't want to say something bad, you know, that gets him in more trouble. So he's smart, he's smart not to do it. You know, some guys never talk to the media. They hide and they get out of there or whatever. Uh, I'd say at least at least half the guys you never talk to. Uh, and maybe you don't want to talk to them. You know, you don't want to talk to guys on the bench. But it's it's unfortunate, but I think that's part of losing that guys just don't want to be held accountable in any way for it, and they go out the back door. 
Um, Rick, before I let you go, I, I would like to hear a percentage chance of this happening. Adam Schefter was on the Pat McAfee show talking about Ron Rivera and the loss yesterday. He said, the seat is very, very warm in Washington. You know I want him fired. If they have a stinker on Thanksgiving, what are the chances that he's relieved of his duties Friday, Black Friday? Yeah, I give it a chance. I mean, that's what happened to him in Carolina, right? Basically, yeah. you know, it was a happy Thanksgiving thing, you know. Uh, yeah. And Washington beat Washington beat them at Thanksgiving time, <laughs> and yeah. the forces out. It'd be kind of ironic now the other way. Um, I, I don't know. I'll give it at least a twenty five percent chance. I don't know that I would say fifty fifty, um, but you get ten days to make a change or whatever it's going to be. Uh, I, I think if you do it, you, you pretty much have to give it to the enemy. I'm not sure that the enemy really wants this situation uh, on there because it can be a real buster on him, too. Suppose he goes one and five and then, you know, he gets let go like everybody else. You're going to stamp to a next owner and say, yeah, I want to be your head coach. Yeah, about that one and five, Eric. Um, How'd that go? (laughs) So that is very true on players. And I always and coaches, coaches above all else, above all else, protect their win loss records. That's why, like down in Houston a couple of years ago, Coach knew he was getting fired. If they won that last game, they lost the top overall pick. He went and won it, and then he got fired, and then he didn't get the number one pick because he wanted to win on his resume. That's how coaches are, very selfish in that way. Uh, but they're programmed to win. They're never programmed to lose. Uh, I just I think, it's, I think it's a possibility, but I think the Harris group, they're not, they're not really responsive. You know, they're in the ivory tower, so to speak. And teams are often in the bunkers, too. You don't really listen to your show, Eric. I hate to tell you this, but they, they pretty much tune it all out. Well, Rick, always appreciate you taking the time. Sergeant Snyder of the AWOD Army. Rick Snyder. Follow him on social media at Snyder underscore remarks. Thanks a lot, man. All right. See you. Yep. Have a good Thanksgiving. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio on The Fan. Welcome back. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio here on a Misery Monday, broadcasting live from Capital Ale House here in Innsbruck. Makes my Misery Monday a lot better, knowing that I can get a beer and a burger, take advantage of happy hour Monday through Friday from 3 to 6.30 p.m. And like I mentioned, Adam Schefter went on the Pat McAfee show earlier today and said the seat is very, very warm in Washington. I would like him fired today. If you want to chime in, 833-804-0910. I do think there is, I would even say, 50% chance that the commanders get embarrassed on national television on Thanksgiving, and he's forced to fire Ron Rivera. He doesn't want to. He doesn't want to be viewed as a dictator just like uh, you know Dan Snyder. He doesn't want to fire Ron Rivera at this point in the season. He wants him to play it out, and he's probably thinking, hey, even if we lose, it's better with draft picks. But I just think if your team stinks on national television as an owner in the NFL, you kind of have to make a move. You do. Or people look at you like, hey, do you even care? Do you even care about this franchise? And there's one thing we do know about Josh Harris in the short time as being the owner. He does care about this team. He cares about the fan experience, and the fan experience was garbage, hot garbage yesterday at FedEx Field. If you want to chime in, it's 833-804-0910, 0-9-10. Let's go to our buddy D Woods. D, you're on the fan with Adam Awad. What's going on, Adam? How are you today? I- I'm I'm frustrated. I started the show by saying I was at peace with the loss, but then I realized I was cool. lying to myself. I'm pissed off. Yeah, 
No, no, I can, I can tell from your from from your voice that you're pissed off. By the way, can I say the the guy Chris that I talk to every time I call in and and get queued up, I like him. he's a dude. I like him. I like him a lot. He, he, he he's moving up my rankings uh, as producers go. I appreciate that, man. <laughs> yeah, and, but you got to refer to him as his radio name. That is Stub. Oh, Stub. Okay, I will. I will from now on refer to him as Stub. No, I like Stub a lot. I like him a lot. But let's talk. Let's talk football. Can I tell you this weekend where I was dealing with a little stomach bug? A lot of trips to the restroom, bathroom, <laughs> all weekend long, right? And which is apropos because that's what type of show it was. Uh, at FedEx Field yesterday. I can't believe we lost to a guy um, that I had to look up what college he went to this morning because I knew nothing about him other than he was Italian and he lived in his mom's basement. I I still can't believe that. It's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. And I had Michael Phillips on earlier, and instead of saying, hey, who would you give three game balls to, I said, hey, why don't you hand out three poop emojis because that's how bad we are. (laughs) So why why don't you do the same thing, D? Here, hand out three emojis. (laughs) Uh, I, so what I will say is, I, 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 as I posted on my Instagram yesterday, I, you know, of course I was going to call and give you my game ball. My game ball does not go to any player on the commander squad. My game ball actually goes to the medical staff because they were on the field a lot yesterday and they <laughs> took care of our players better than our coaches did, right? Yeah. Uh, I will give a poop emoji, even though I like him. Got to give one to Sam, Sam Howell. He, uh, you just can't make those mistakes. We talk about it every week. I have faith in him now. I even thought at the end of the game he was going to go down there and, and take care of business, but you can't have as many turnovers as you have, uh, as he had, had, I should say, and think you can win. And then you got to give the, the biggest poop emoji has to go to Jack Del Rio and, and Ron Rivera. They can share them both together. Uh, I mean, I'm with you. I don't know why they're still on the team. It does not make any sense that I know everyone's saying they got to wait till after Thursday's game. You fire him. You fire him on his way uh, to the locker room yesterday. D, you know, I'm, I'm going to come up with a, a big word here to describe that game yesterday. And uh, uh, you mentioned all the bodies on the field. It felt to me like the fulcrum, all right, in which the bridge rests for the commanders this season collapsed, and now everything's falling apart, right? I mean, it just felt like. The entire season, the Ron Rivera era as a whole fell apart yesterday where they had issues with the offensive line once again. Special teams with a missed extra point. Defense giving up explosive plays. It's like all the little things that have haunted us throughout the Ron Rivera era all seem to collapse on top of each other. I can't agree with you more. I I said this last week, by the way. You bring up special teams. The the fact that Joey Sly is still on this team, I don't understand. I would not trust Joey Sly to teach my nephews how to kick a ball. The guy is (laughs) trash, basura. Whatever language you speak, he does not belong in the league. Okay, they have another league for guys like him. It's the XFL. It's whatever. It's whatever Vincent Man and The Rock are producing at the time. That's where he belongs. He does not belong on any NFL team. I'm not for anybody losing their job. He has to go. He has to go. If you can't make an extra point, he's, he, and what, he's 11 for 18 on field goals, 12 for 19 after yesterday. I don't get this guy. I don't understand how he has a job in the NFL. Um, he should not be out there being our place kicker, uh, our field goal specialist, whatever they want to call him. He doesn't deserve a job in the NFL. 
the one thing he's done good is he's kicked the ball out of the end zone every single kickoff. You know, but like, so what? The other team starts at the twenty-five now, not the twenty. That's not as good as it was a few years ago. D, why do you think the Commanders had so many turnovers and fumbles? I, I said I think that's a that's a coaching issue. Like the mentality should be, hey, you got enough yards, get down. But all these guys fight for extra yards, extra yards, extra yards, and it's almost like because they don't believe in each other to pick up the first down that they've got to do so much themselves. Yeah, I also think that everyone, I think it's easy to say that. I also think that everyone, when you're out there on the field or whatever sport you play, has a competitive spirit and, th- and thinking that they, they, they can do something better than what they're doing, right? So a lot of those, I, I, I have issues with uh, Sam Howe and the turnovers that he had yesterday. But what I saw from him yesterday was exactly what Rick Snyder was saying. I saw somebody trying to do more in a moment. They, they were just trying yeah. to do more in a moment. Logan Thomas, his fumble, he was trying to get more. I, I don't think it was that they don't have faith in the people behind them. I think they are overly confident in themselves. And I think that's something. That, is, that too, goes with coaching in that, hey, we get to live another down. Let's live that next down. Let's make it to the next play. We'll get this extra yard. But I think that every one of those guys, they, they, they go out there thinking, I can get it done. How frustrating is it that the NFL didn't even invent the term explosive plays until Jack Del Rio started being the D.C. in Washington? <laughs> that, that, uh, that is funny. Um, yeah, uh, <laughs> this guy, he is Jekyll and Hyde. How can he go from coaching up one of the best defenses to then coaching up one of the worst defenses? It doesn't even seem plausible. And I said this again last week. I'm glad that Rick Snyder talked about it and you talked about it with him about John Allen and 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 all of the John Allen's little quiet now. I said it last week. I'm tired of the I'm tired of the the Rob Ross speeches every week. I'm tired of everybody saying their dog. You gotta show me your dog. And this team is showing that they can individually some dogs collectively. It's a group of just it's a group of somebody's on, on the team. Yeah. It's so frustrating. Hey, Dean, let me ask you this question because we've been throwing it out there. I I adamantly want Ron Rivera to be fired today. You know, I wanted him mm-hmm. to be fired three hours ago. I wanted him to be fired two years ago. I, I just can't stand the guy right now. All right, and everyone's told me, well, you can't fire him because there's no solution in-house. You can't give it to Jack Del Rio. His defense sucks. You can't give it to Enemy. He's working with Sam Howell. He probably doesn't deserve it. You can't give it to Ryan Kerrigan, blah, 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 blah. I said, look, the solution can't be that, oh, yeah, we can't remove the problem because we don't have a solution in-house. So do what the Colts did and just hire Jeff Saturday. Hire somebody. Is there a name that you would throw out there, like a former Redskin, like a Chris Cooley, or somebody that has had time here in Washington that you would like to take over? Or are you fine with Ron Rivera playing out the rest of the season? No, I mean, I probably would give it, and this is, all, this is a joke, but I probably would give it to Fred Smoot because I at least know he knows how to throw a party. Right, just give it to Fred Smoot. He he get us a charter boat out there in the Odyssey somewhere. Some beautiful women. The guys will have a good time. No, I, I think I think I think that uh, you go with Eric Benemy, right? I think you go with Eric Benemy. Let him go ahead and play this thing out with with Sam the rest of the year. It's the only smart choice. Um, second to that, maybe Ryan Kerrigan because I know that the guys all have faith in him. Yeah, no, it's a good point. Have you been to a game yet this year? I've been. Have I been to a game? I went to the opening game. I've been. Have, have I been to a game? I practically travel around the country watching these bums lose every year. <laughs> 
Oh, you you already went to a road game this year? Uh, you you got to check out my Instagram more, man. I'm always on the road going to football games. I've, I've, I've hit, tw- uh, hit 21 out of the, all of the stadiums so far in my lifetime going to games. I love that. So you're wasting gas money and, and you're just watching these bums every week, huh? Bums. 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 <laughs> hey, all right, final thoughts, Dee, before we let you go. Final thought uh, is another question this week. Uh, I just want to know, who takes more shots? Jason Tatum or Matt Cahill? <laughs> what do you mean, take, who takes more shots? <laughs> what do you mean by that? I mean, Matt, this guy, Matt Cahill, he takes so many shots on the junkies in the morning. I just can't stand him. <laughs> I'm sure he would be upset that you didn't refer to him by his radio name, Drab T-shirt. Yeah. That's T. Woods. Yeah. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio. Yeah, I know, I know. Phone lines are open, 833-804-0910. we got a final hour here at events. Is the Commander's season over? Are they going to win another game? Do you even want them to win another game? 833-804-0910 or tweet me at AWOD Radio. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back.